0: hi welcome back this is penny and amy and this is the mini sode of the book marketing tips and author success podcast uh amy i know we're really kind of excited to talk about this show because we see it so much um do you want to do our little lead-in yeah so basically
1: like penny said we do see this a lot where authors want to write in multiple genres they just have a genuine interest in it. They're passionate about different areas. I think a lot of times too, Penny, they start in one area and then yeah. they really want to branch out because they're like, oh, I have a good idea for a book in this entirely separate genre. But it does get challenging and when you're trying to figure out how to manage your brand and make sure that you are giving all versions of yourself the kind of attention they need, especially when you're talking about the fact that you have readers with very different needs and interests and in the way they work and, f- and find books, you know, and things like that. So so what do you think, what do you typically tell authors? I'm sure you get this question a lot more than I do, because usually when I talk to authors and I know they write in multiple genres, you know, my first response is like, oh, no, like, <laughs> mostly because I think a lot oh. of times, I know, mostly because I think a lot of times it, it's gotten to the point that most often we see that they are they have gone pretty far down the path of having multiple genres. And so our, our assistance or our guidance in that regard gets a little more complex because we are traveling kind of back in time at some point to try to help them sort it all out. So what do you normally tell people though when they ask you about this?
0: Well, so um, depending on the genres, right? Uh, a lot of times writing in multiple genres happens with fiction authors. Although, you know, we've had people who write business books and then write fiction. Um, There's not a lot of crossover. Okay. And that's, that's problem number one. So if you have a, let's say you have a uh, romantic suspense book and you have a paranormal romance and you have a, you know, two separate series, you're probably not going to be able to get your team A to cross over to your team B right? To read the, because most of the time they don't cross read these books. What you, in some cases that's, that's not true necessarily, but, uh, it's difficult. So if you write uh, romance novels and you write children's books, obviously the moms might read the romance novels, right? But you're probably not going to want to put them all on one website. The issue with that is you really, I mean, it's kind of like, so I, um, along with, a a tremendous help from Amy for the last 10 years run author marketing experts. Right. And let's say tomorrow I decided I wanted to sell Mary Kay. Amy just passed out by the way. like Oh my God, she's doing something else. No. So, and I decided tomorrow that I wanted to sell Mary Kay. Um, I might find some people who want book promotion and lipstick. (laughs) Right. But it's probably not gonna be likely. And also what that does is it confuses the people that come to us for bookmarking. Well, is she selling eyeliner or is she selling? I realize that's kind of a bad example. So essentially what you're doing is you're starting new businesses. Now, maybe you wanna have different pen names for that and that's fine. And it's not to say that authors, and I don't mean to just sound like I'm discouraging you from doing this, some authors do it very successfully, but it takes a lot of effort. So just keep in mind that you're going to have two separate newsletter lists. You're going to have maybe two separate websites. Um, you may have different pen names. Again, just because of you know, it, it's going to be really hard to cross sell you these these the, these books to different people. Does that does that make sense, Amy? Oh
1: yeah, I think
0: that's that makes
1: exactly. You touched it on the nose there by saying that you can't. You have to leave any expectations about crossover interest at the door. Yeah. Like if you're really going to approach this smartly and you're really interested in making this work, then you have to start at ground zero and assume that your current readers are not going to follow you. I think that is the most constructive way Mm -hmm. to develop yourself into a new genre Mm -hmm. and assume that you have to put in all that work from scratch over again to start building that reader following And I will say when authors already have, you know, when they come to us and they already have a couple genres that they're working in and, you know, they reach out to us. One of the first things I do is I go to their website and I do a quick, you know, kind of usability test and put on my different genre hats, you know. So it's like, okay, say, you know, you write romance and then you start writing a science fiction series or something like that. So with my romance reader hat on, I get to your website. Do I feel special? Right. (laughs) Do I feel special as your romance reader? Do I know where to go to find the books that I'm interested in? Are you going to make me jump through a bunch of hoops with information and other stuff that I that I don't care about? You know what I mean? So you kind of have to think about this yourself too. be your reader, be your different readers And approach your social media, your website, all these things as those individuals. And imagine, like, are you asking a lot of them to try to figure out where they can find what they're most interested in? Because if you are, you know, we say it all over again. We say it all the time. If you're making people think too hard, they're going to bail. Nobody has time for that. Nobody has spare time anymore. (laughs) Yeah, You have to make it easy for people to get what interests them. So that is that I think is the biggest challenge and that you really have to kind of tackle head on and making
0: sure that that still works. So yeah I mean so I think that you know the takeaway of this is that you know if that is your passion and I've talked to authors who say you know I'm having a really hard time finding one genre that I like. Some genres do have crossover and I think that it would you know if if you're if you're listening to this, you're thinking oh my gosh how do i solve this do some research first start to look at other authors in your market kind of see what they write get a you know because some some markets do have crossover as science fiction is a little bit that way sort of in, in terms of genre obviously um you know with nonfiction, that's kind of a whole different conversation in terms of you know writing in different segments of nonfiction. um but do your research first and and If you find that, no, we really have to divide this up, then do so smartly, right? Create, you know, you don't necessarily have to create big, huge, robust websites. I mean, until you kind of get your footing and figure out what genre you're going to stick with for the long term, and it might be both, Um, create a good branding and a good presence as your launch pad, and then, you know, start to build your readers and, and see where you go from there. Thank you so much for tuning in to the mini sode. This is Penny and Amy. Notice I've dropped our last names because I feel like we're like share now, right? We don't really need <laughs> <laughs> We have reached that next level. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Thank you so much for tuning into our mini sode and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.